Hey y'all, it's Fresh Johnson back with episode 9 where we'll be talking about the dreaded pre-wedding fitness life. And I gotta apologize for being MIA for the past month, but wedding season has been kicking my ass. But the good news is that I have some amazing episodes lined up to close out 2017 and I really look forward to sharing these guests and their expertise with you. And speaking of amazing guests, this week we have Jaren Pierce and Rashad Kelly of Equip Fitness on board. So, so many ladies get on a high goose chase for that quick fix to get that weight line snatch for their wedding gown but it's so important to get in the mindset of the bigger picture of your overall health and fitness so guys how does the conversation typically go well first of all i'm being rude y'all can say hey hey stop. <laughs> hello what's going on so okay and it, it, the story's gonna sound so familiar because i do believe that i did this when i first came to y'all but how does the conversation typically go when brides uh first contact you for your services the conversation typically goes, hey, what's up? And I say, what's up back? <laughs> and then from there, they, um, the wives, the, the brides-to-be say they have a wedding coming up and they want to lose X amount of pounds and they want to fit into a particular dress. Okay. So how, how many ladies do you think, like, what's the percentage, a ballpark percentage of how many stick around after the wedding? 1.9%. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's, it's not that low, but it is a very, very, like, extremely low uh, percentage of ladies that stick around because you put in so much work, so much work, you know, leading up until, you know, the wedding, the weeks until, and then after that, it's like, you're so relieved that everything is over that it's like, where are, where, where have all the energy went after that? You know, it's like, you they're out of energy to put back into that coming back. You know, it's like so much energy put forth and, and, and getting ready for the goal that when it's over, it's just like, oh, I just don't have anything else to get, you know? So what's the realistic time frame that you think people should have when they're coming in with, with such a concentrated goal? Minimum, uh, six to nine months minimum. Mm-hmm. And then if you give yourself a year to a year and a half, uh, I think you'll reach whatever goals that you have set in front. That that being said, what's a great frequency for somebody with the ambitious agenda of, yeah, I just really need to get whatever for this wedding? As far as if you come into like a gym and you have trainers working with you, I'll say three to four times a week. But also there's more to it than just having a trainer train you. Uh, you need to be doing things on your own. So you need to be working out on your own, even if you're just taking your dog or something for a walk. But then the main thing would be, what are you eating and what are you cooking and that takes a big uh, role into people's bodies and into how they want to be and how they want to shape out. It's easy to come and work out for an hour a day but if you go home and eat fried chicken and hamburgers and all that it's pointless. You will never reach your goals. Right. You reach another goal. (laughs) So I remember when I first came here I wanted to pick and choose my focus areas. Like I specifically remember saying Shy, I just want a big ass at the end of the day. (laughs) You know they have places where I wanted to gain places I wanted to lose places I wanted to maintain and I know with brides they also have their special requests based on their dress style so let's talk about some of the most common areas of interest so for ladies that want to lose the muffin top what do what do you tell them when they're like yo I gotta get rid of this pooch I mean, you know, like like JP said, it's, 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 it has a lot to do with what you eat. It has a lot to do with the preparation as far as what are you doing at home? 
right? Because we can we can work out for hours in the gym. And if you're somebody who likes crawfish, don't do that. <laughs> you're bringing up old stuff. <laughs> but no, you know, it, I mean, it, it, it's it's as much as what you do in the kitchen, you know, as it is what you do in the gym. It's even more so because you know, uh, nutrition is eighty percent. Mm-hmm. You know, fitness is twenty percent to get you one hundred. So it's you know, the muffin top is all about what you do in the kitchen, but when you get in the gym, it's all about hitting that cardio. It's all about hitting you know core performance uh, type exercises to, to burn more calories uh, rather than like just you know killing abs. You have to put that core. You have to get that lower back involved. You have to get those obliques involved. You have to get everything involved so that way you're burning more calories and that way you're targeting that area twice as much as going and you're doing you know having many crunches you want to do. You know, so it's all about just doing more. All of that together pretty much gets that muffin top down faster than what you would think. And you gotta stop eating muffins, right? Like, duh. Man. <laughs> so, for my... The cake. <laughs> <laughs> for my ladies that want to keep the curves, like, I've seen um, ladies with amazing bodies. They want that... They want to maintain the curves, but, like, how do you even approach that? Like, how do you control what stays and what goes in terms of your curves? Uh, I think the, the, the misconception about body imaging when it comes down to working out is you can't necessarily target muscles uh, to make your body look... Like like, you know, bigger in one way. Your body's gonna work the way it wants to work. Mm-hmm. Now, you can do, like he was saying, different exercises to like um, improve or enhance that. But at the end of the day, some people are blessed with natural curves and some people aren't. So when you see videos and pictures of certain people like that, then most likely it's like, I don't wanna say they're cheating, but they have the genetic side of it also. Now, don't get me wrong, they, they did the work if their body looks amazing, but it's also that comes into play too. So if you don't have an ass, you can work on getting the ass, but sometimes it just is not gonna grow no more. It is what it is and reach that 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 uh, max. Shout out to my girl Michelle right quick. Uh she has found her ass. Like yeah, she Michelle, I know you're listening. You know we love your boy girl on on Instagram. So some ladies are not necessarily they don't consider themselves to have an issue with their weight, but they want to lose those bat wings because sometimes it's literally the style of the of a dress that they are looking to fit into and a lot of it you know it's the sleeveless or the sweetheart cut so they want this upper part to look a certain way so how do you attack that you know what's some good stuff is is that a genetic thing too just to have flabby arms um yeah i mean some you know you have a good amount of women who come in um with you know uh, flabby like tricep area that's just like the most uh, trouble area as far as the arms go um, a lot of people you know, like to hold their arm up and wiggle it <laughs> <laughs> and like on the source they can say if it jiggles it's fat right, right? so um, you know that, that, that part is a trouble part a lot of people uh, like, like JP was saying genetically Genetically, some people have bigger arms than others. You know, some people come in and they already have, you know, arms that's already in, in some pretty good shape. You're probably not as strong, you're probably weak, but genetically, your arms say otherwise, right? But um, we had a lady, um, it's about two years ago, she was getting ready for a wedding and she, she was wearing a, a strapless dress. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually, um, I want to say her son was getting married. She was getting ready. So she came in and she wanted to improve on the back because she really wanted to get into this dress, right? So she came in and she was like, 
man, you know, I got this dress, I tried it on, and I'm just melting over the top, you know? So, I, you know, I really want to get this back fat off. You know, I just, that's what I want to focus on, my back fat. So, um, it was like, okay, you know, it's very attainable. So, uh, so she came three days a week, and we just attacked the back. We focused on, I mean, of course, we did everything else. We, you know, full body workout, but we kind of focused on the back. Um, me and JP helped her attack that, that body part. But then again, she ate good as well. She did some things on her own, but when she came here, we focus on the back, we attack the back, attack the back. And within uh, it was about, about six weeks, she showed us the after picture and her back was amazing. Really? Right? Her back, I mean, went from melting over the top, right? To like just... Bitting in there. She actually uh, fell out of her dress. She, and she fell, yeah, the dress Are you actually, serious? It, it, it got to the point where the dress was a little big. Right? We overachieved. But she still, she still looked the way she wanted to look. And she definitely was able to get in that dress in. Mm-hmm. She worked it. She did her thing. Awesome. So whether you're starting out uh, from scratch or trying to renew your gym rat status, I do believe that having professional trainers and fitness experts like the credit Quip Fit can be a great benefit to make sure you're doing it right. So what are some best practices for these kinds of goals? Like I was reading somewhere where it says wake up with exercise. So waking up with exercise, how far do I have to go? Does that mean like a couple of reps of something or does that mean getting my full workout in in the morning? What do y'all think? I mean, I mean truthfully, um, when you say wake up with exercise, it, it, it doesn't have to just be with exercise. It can mean you can wake up and you can drink a bottle of water. You know, mm-hmm. wake up. You know, you, you just want to wake up in mode of I want to get better today, right? Wake up with the whole 100% strategy. What can I do to make sure I start my day off right? You know, to make sure I'm jump started on my metabolism, right? To make sure that, you know, my body is moving and I'm doing everything I can do. So you can wake up, you know, get your bottle of water in, right? Just to start off, get your metabolism going because when you're sleeping, your body is fasting. So you need something right away, right? To, to, to get your body moving. It could be, like I said, a bottle of water. You can wake up, you know, drink your protein shake as well. Just something to get your body moving, right? Or if you're somebody, an individual who works out in the morning, you know, that, that I mean, along with those two, then you're right on target. Or if you're somebody who doesn't work out in the morning, that can mean getting up, you know, taking five minutes to stretch, just getting your body, you know, just getting your body up and ready for the day, you know. So start with exercise. It doesn't have to mean, you know, just start with activity, but it just starts with anything you can do to get your body up and moving for the day. Okay. What about managing stress? How important is managing stress when you're trying to be healthy? I think the number one goal with stress relief is actually walking into the gym. Um, The gym is a place that you can let go of everything. You don't have to worry about anything. So you walk in and you close the door. When the door closes, you leave everything outside that's on your mind. Come in and, you know, if you're doing a push-up, just remember every time you do a push-up, whatever you is, is on your mind you pushing that away every time I think that's a, the number one benefit of exercise first is like stress relief forget all like the whole body composition and all that but the fact that you can come to a place and just let go of anger you can scream in the gym if you want you can do whatever if you want to punch something you can punch in the gym so managing the stress comes from literally walking into the door and it starts from there Okay. So something that I would struggle with is just the idea of being active. I would think that nothing will compare to a full workout. So I was reading about one of the best practices is just being active. 
That would be anything, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it could just be 30 minutes of activity a day. Like, you know, a lot of people think you got to come in and kill yourself two hours in the gym, right? It doesn't have to be like that, right? I mean, you know, you, you come in, we go hard, right? We do our thing. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to always be, you know, coming in and, and, and going hard in the gym, right? Because along with your nutrition, you meet halfway. So if, you, if you're just getting at least 30 minutes of activity a day, it could be some something something like you can go walking, light jogging, you know, um, on your days that you're not in the gym, per se. Um, and you can still achieve a lot just from being active. So at least five days a week, if you're getting at least 30 minutes of activity, some type of physical activity, you know, it could just be a, a, a cardio equipment, treadmill, elliptical, whatever it is. You can go run in the park. Like I said, you can do a 30-minute bodyweight circuit workout on your own. You know, it's, 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 it's simple things that people uh, that people kind of overlook, you know, because it's not, as, it's not as fancy as going into the gym and, you know, you're coming out crawling. You know, you just want to make sure you keep your body moving so some type of activity at least five days a week 30 minutes at least per day and, and I promise you along with great nutrition you'll definitely you'll meet halfway and you still get to your goal I think, I think also find something that you like to do exactly and put it in your calendar so from if you like basketball if you like gardening anything like that mm-hmm. put it in your calendar and be like alright every other day I'm going to do some kind of gardening activity or every other day I'm going to go shoot basketball just shoot you can go find a court and just shoot around and then and that's another way of being active, but it's not necessarily like a strain on your body. Oh my God, I gotta go do this something that you enjoy doing already. So just another exactly. route of doing something. And that's, that kind of brings us to another point, uh, treating your workout like a priority or an appointment. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, if you're categorizing things and like one day I need to do this and one day I need to do that, then that's a good way to manage it. Right? I think, I think that's, that's very important. A lot of people, you know, put their health on the priority list, it's last. It comes after everything else. You know, workout is after everything. If, if, if they if they like eliminate everything else in their daily routine, the workout is most of the time the first thing you eliminate because I'm so busy I can't work out. So I promise you, you have 30 minutes in there somewhere. Another thing is whenever you go, everybody goes to the store. Yes. Everybody goes to the mall or something like that. So if you don't have any quote unquote time to work out, park at the back of the parking lot mm-hmm. and walk. walk. And if there's escalators and elevators, they're broken, use the stairs. Simple. It I works. don't even know what the stairs are in the mall. Trust me, I'm I'm the one that runs up. Got so So another thing is sleep, and this is something that people totally take for granted. When I started sleeping better, I mean I wasn't doing everything else like I should have but if I don't do nothing I'm gonna sleep right <laughs> and that's very important to a great healthy lifestyle how does that tie into just ripping out in general I mean because sleep I mean resting uh, you give me your body a chance to to recuperate so you give me your body a chance to you know shut down recuperate if you had a hard workout you know your body has a chance to, to kind of regenerate get ready for the next day you know without sleep you know, you run the risk of getting hurt, you know, getting, you know, muscle strains, you know, a lot of times you're sore, you come back in the gym. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's good to, you know, go hard and try to get as much as you can, but sleep is very important because you give your body a chance to, to just, just, just recoup, re-energize and get ready for the next day. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> this is probably one of the funnier things to me, but steering clear of the fads, like Instagram, social media has just changed everything we do. It's just changed oh, our lives. <laughs> so how do you not get caught up in that? Like, don't, don't do it. Like, I mean, they be, it be catching y'all. Like, I really want to send these people twenty nine 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 so that I can lose 20 pounds in two days. So, so think about it from a standpoint of um, health. And someone says that they can guarantee that you lose 20 pounds in 21 days, whatever it may be. First of all, they don't know how much weight you got on you right now. Second, they don't know what type of nutritional plan you should be on. And third, it's not healthy to lose that much weight in that amount of days. Like just being real, unless you full 500 pounds, then yeah, you probably should be losing at that rate of that. But if they will give you a pill or a drink or a piece of rice and say that you better lose this weight. Not a piece of rice, man. <laughs> they got stuff out there like that. If they say they're gonna do that, then just, just stay away from it. Uh, it makes no sense to get on it. And right when you get off of it, whatever you have or that you thought you lost was just probably water weight. Mm-hmm. As soon as you put the the thing that you really like eating or something like that, you're gonna gain it right back. I don't know who be listening to this podcast, but Steve Harvey, every January, he always promotes some type of uh, detox or 30-day program, and he does it. And by the time March comes, he looks the same as looking before January, <laughs> that's December, November. If you out there listening to Steve Harvey, I'm sorry, but I'm a great trainer from Hollywood. But anyway, um, <laughs> but real talk, just stay away from it. Like, it, it makes no sense. Just do the right things with your body and let your body be natural and lose the weight naturally. Because it's like, they call it the yo-yo effect. Like you, you get on a fat diet, right? But like you said, as soon as you get off the diet, mm-hmm. and as long as you as long as you're on the diet, of course, you know, you might lose, you know, ten pounds, you might lose, you know, fifteen, whatever you're gonna lose, however long you've been on it. But as soon as your body uh goes away from just that what you're doing, it's the yo-yo effect. So not only are you going to gain that weight back, but you're gonna gain it back double time. Oh, and then it's really gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? You're really gonna be right by all right. So don't get caught up in those women with these not real bodies telling you how to look like them. Because that's the other thing we get so caught up in body image too. Like mm-hmm. you know, we see what what society's passing on to us as perfect, and right. so many right. people get caught up in that. Like, yes. I mean, she fine, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very yeah. very. Social media, bro. Social media. But also, to be realistic, not everybody has the resources or time to get a trainer and have guided workouts. That being said, a lot of people tend to try and replicate what they see on Instagram and YouTube and end up making mistakes that actually slow down the process. So I want to run past, uh, run a few things past you guys for you to offer some uh, professional advice to help my ladies out. So in a topic of not eating right, that's one of the most common mistakes. Y'all have touched on it a few times. And terms of snacking, letting yourself get too hungry, alcohol consumption, and eating breakfast. Let's break those down and talk about it. What is important to know about snacking? Uh, what are you snacking on? I would say... You, you, y'all should have saw the way he looked at me just now. He was about to get me. But snacking, so I know I try to carry, and I used to bring them here in my little bag, cashews, almonds, stuff like that, mm-hmm. so that I won't get the urge to go run and get a daiquiri. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's why I presented the question, what are you snacking on? In a perfect day, you should literally be eating five, minimum five, based on your whatever goals you have. 
to seven sometimes. I mean, most guys eight times a day. But it all goes down to like what's your fitness goals and what's your caloric intake. I mean, that's a whole other ball game. But um, that's what it comes down to. Which, which that being said, you should be probably eating every two to four hours on a dot. So once you start doing that, the whole snacking uh, effect will be out the door because you're on a schedule where it's like, you know, you eat your breakfast or whatever you start off with, eat your breakfast and then the next two to three hours, I'm hungry again. That's my snack, which you already have prepared if you do the meal prep the correct way. Um, that'll take the whole snacking element out of the door. You don't have to be driving and oh my God, I see McDonald's, we go get something from McDonald's. And then you have an excuse saying that I couldn't do this healthy, whatever like that. So I think the number one thing when it comes down to snacking or meals in general is preparation. And even if you got to put it in your phone, everybody has a phone and just put it in your calendar, have an alarm every three to four hours, it rings. Oh, I need to eat. Oh, I need to eat. And eventually, your body's going to be accustomed to it where right when you start getting hungry, it's pretty much right on the dies when I need to eat again. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, that, that'll re- remove the whole daiquiri effect. I'll be judging. But I feel like that also helps with getting too hungry because, oh God, the worst thing I do, and I do it at least once a month, is go grocery shopping when I'm just starving. And I wind up getting all kinds of stuff. It's terrible. Like they say, you want to eat, you know, and it's very true. You you actually want to eat something before you go grocery shopping. You want to have something. You want to have a full belly. Should I say, you want to have a satisfied belly before you start your meal prep, right? Because if not, meal prep will go out the window, pizza come in the window, you know, and it's over. But but like you said, preparation. Um, You know, a lot of people, you know, they see, they see, you know, pictures, if you're on social media, you see this big giant table filled with like meals. It doesn't have to be that. Meal prep can be as quick as 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Pretty simple. You don't have to be too complex as long as you get your proper nutrition, right? And you're good. 20 to 30 minutes meal prep and you're ready to go for the week. Like it doesn't take much. So what about, y'all know this is where I struggle, alcohol consumption. Like, mm-hmm. I plan weddings, y'all. I be needing a beverage. Like, it, it helps. So what, what, what's the, what's the absolute notes or what's the things that people should steer clear of in its entirety? I mean, alcohol consumption um, is pretty much about, uh, about serving size. So, I mean, you know, a bottle of champagne. Oh man, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody want to go to the bottle. Like you tell them, well, you know, red wine is actually good for you. Oh, uh, so how much can I drink? You drink a glass, a glass, one glass, you know, a, a day is fine. Um, I can rock with that. Yeah, but then then I got to see the glass. It can't be the red sea. It can't be the red sea. It can't be the red sea. It can't be the fishbowl. But is, about is it true to try, to try to avoid cocktails? Avoid cocktails. I mean, sugary cocktails. Sugary cocktails. And then, and then once again, um, it's you know, this it it all depends on your fitness level. It depends on activity. Because if you're somebody who's who's very active, then of course you're probably somebody who who, who drinks a lot of water throughout the week. You're probably somebody who burns a lot of calories. It wouldn't it it wouldn't uh, affect you as much as somebody as somebody who's just you know working out a couple of days out the week. You know, so you put more calories on. And then of course uh, alcohol. Alcohol breaks down uh, muscle muscle building. Uh, it slows down muscle building. Uh, alcohol affects you two to three days after you have drank it. So uh, you know keeps you sluggish, keeps you tired. You know, and then uh, and it affects your gains. Right, it's all about gains. Hashtag hashtag gains. gains. Right. 
so it affects your gains. So I mean, if you you know if you keep it you know to a minimal, then, then I mean it won't be as as bad as you know somebody who's drinking a bottle of champagne, <laughs> <laughs> or fishbowl or whatever. I was asking for a friend. <laughs> anyway, uh, touch a little bit more on breakfast. You mentioned it earlier about just how important it is to put something in your body in the morning to get you jump started. What what is? I'm I'm not a breakfast person like at all, and I I've been doing the shakes, but even even then I just get tired of that because I just I don't have an appetite in the morning. So for somebody like me, what is something effective? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an analogy real quick, and I'm gonna let him uh, respond to that. Okay. So we're going. Uh, we're leaving New Orleans, and we need to get to Baton Rouge. Hop in the car. Start the car. Car has no gas in it. How far are we going? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> that is right there. Side turn now. That's, that's my analogy on breakfast right there. You're not going nowhere. Yo. Right. So, I'm so tired of JP. That was good, though. I ain't going to lie. That was good. I know. Uh, that was good. Credit that. That's trademark now. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But, uh, but breakfast, uh, I mean, the first thing we ask somebody when they come in, I probably ask you that. What you have for breakfast? You ask me that right? every time. Every time you come in, what you have for breakfast? Because breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? A lot of people either, they either don't eat breakfast or they skimp on breakfast. And that's the, the worst mistake. Because like you said, if you go on a road trip, you're not going to nowhere. And they wonder why, you know, they're crashing at, you know, 12, 1 p.m. You know, they wonder why you're coming into the evening, you're tired. You know, you, and, and, and actually, you know, they think it's from, you know, a lot times they come and work out you know in the evening and they crashing in the workout you know they feel like they work oh you're trying to kill me but it's like oh well what you have for breakfast well you know um i just didn't eat you know because i was just so busy well there you go you know you didn't you didn't fuel your tank for you life you, you know get Rouge. <laughs> you're not going nowhere you ain't getting that candle bro <laughs> but, uh, but breakfast doesn't always have to be you know a lot of people you know a lot of people are busy you know you want the quick fix you want shake you know you want you want something quick to run out the door but breakfast can also be prep. So breakfast can be prep uh, in the evening as well for the next day, right? You have you can make um, like a like an egg white scramble. Uh, you can make egg egg whites. You put your favorite veggies in there, right? You have that. Um, you, you can re eat eggs. You can't. But what about you? I'm <laughs> fake vegan. I don't eat eggs. It's not going to be as good, right? It's not going to be like a fresh egg out the skillet. Right. But if you if you, if you have goals in mind, mm-hmm. you may want to reheat the egg just to make sure that you're getting that breakfast in. So the fake vegans out there, <laughs> the people that don't eat dairy but eat crawfish, what is? <laughs> no dairy but crawfish. I like it. <laughs> what's a good What's a good breakfast that doesn't include dairy? Because I, I think. Avocado toast is, a, is, is definitely a Avocados are stressful. It's like as soon as you peel it, it's brown. <laughs> when you do it in the morning, it'll take that long yeah. to do. Yeah, take long <laughs> but that's long. another example. Um, I mean, if you're feeling real, real good, you make a salad. I mean, mm-hmm. simple salad. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, another common mistake that people make is not breathing properly. So talk a little bit about proper breathing when exercising. Well, proper breathing, you, you, you definitely you want to you want to get it. You want to get good breaths. Like a lot of times, people are working out and they they actually just not breathing at all. You know, they're so focused on getting the reps in because it hurt. Okay. And they just not breathing. Fresh, you breathing? I'm, I'm trying. You know, <laughs> but you want to just make sure you get a deep breath in the nose, out the mouth. You know, you want to fill the lungs out with air. Uh, and a lot of people are not doing that. A lot of people, you know, even if they're breathing, they're just breathing out their mouth, right? They're not even taking in breath through the lungs. They're just out the mouth, mouth open, tongue out, you know, and they're trying to get through the, through, through the exercise. You want to make sure you get deep breaths 
fill those lungs with air so that way you can be able to withstand uh, a 15 rep exercise you know, without feeling dizzy and you know you feel like you're about to pass out you know mm-hmm. it's all about breathing and that's what no matter what you're doing whether you're running whether you're exercising whatever you're doing you want to make sure you're getting quality breaths in the nose out the mouth. Not- I got another analogy. Uh-oh. <laughs> so say we get in the car. <laughs> get in the car, there's uh, one flat tire. There's no air in it. Somebody go find a car. We might we might be able to get somewhere, but we're not going nowhere too fast. That's my another analogy. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm full of them. All right, you need to put air in the tire to get somewhere. That was that a good is. one, though. I know, I'm out you. That was a good one. So something I learned also in working out with you guys is the importance of stretching to avoid mm-hmm. having my joints mm-hmm. lock up. So many people don't touch on that. Over here, what we do, we're big on um, dynamic warm-ups. Dynamic warm-up is when you're stretching your body, but you somewhat doing a workout at the same time to get your blood flowing right and also get your joints, your muscles, uh, pretty much everything in your body moving. Um, in order to like do a quality workout, you should do 10 to 15 minutes of a quality stretch routine. And inside of our dy- dynamic routine, it's about 10 to 15 minutes of just strictly warming up. It might feel like a workout, and after you finish the warm-up, you might be like, oh my God. But that's just literally getting your body ready to go through the test of what it's about to go through. He has another analogy on I do have another analogy about Actually, that. it's on the pencil. It's like a video. Yeah, but yeah, if we had a video camera, I could do that. It's two pencils and a rubber band, but you know, I I, I can't show you that. You, know? <laughs> well, you have to pay for that. Pay for that. <laughs> well, for the record, I'm very familiar with y'all quote air quote dynamic warm ups. Oh yeah. Because when I first came, I thought it was a workout. I was yeah. like, okay, we're done. I can leave. And he was like, no, that was the warm up. <laughs> so they will they will kill you first. <laughs> Ask questions later. <laughs> Always. I think I had two random things to say. Something that I know is important to a lot of brides is slimming of the face. And like, I think one of the things I told Shia when I first started coming was that I used to have like, be like real skinny right now. <laughs> like that would stick out, but not in an unhealthy way. It was just like, oh shit, she probably got muscles. Look at her kind of bones. So then when I lost that, I felt the kind of weight. So how does that go? Like, how do I make my slim face come back? When you start to drop back, Body fat, mm-hmm. you start to drop weight. Most of the time, if you really pay attention, it appears in the neck and the face first, mm-hmm. right? So that's all about body fat. So you drop your body fat, most likely you're going to slim down the face around the chin, you're going to slim down the neck. That's one of the first signs that people see, you know, when you're dropping weight. Um, once again, genetically, a lot of people have collarbones showing already because mm-hmm. I have a client right now, she's like, I, what's going on with this collarbone? I don't like that. You know what I'm like? <laughs> I love <laughs> I'm my like, <laughs> Yeah, some, some women love the collarbone, but some women actually don't like the collarbone, Sean. But genetically, um, a lot of times the way, you know, just just, just the way you build, you know, you, you, you have a collarbone mm-hmm. that's showing actually. And um, I mean, no matter what, you know, she thinks that, you know, we're just doing a bunch of shoulders. And I'm like, but actually not. It's full body. You know, it's not like we focus on the shoulders. But when you drop that body fat, lose that weight, you'll be surprised at, you know, different, different body parts and different mm-hmm. things that will start to appear just from dropping body fat. Okay. Dropping a little weight, some effects of areas you wouldn't even think. Trying to get that back. <laughs> so it's so important to be real with yourself. A full transformation won't happen overnight. So here's some tips and things to keep in mind to get you started to help your lifestyle. Recruit a workout buddy. 
right? Yes. Remember a couple of times I dragged TD to come work out with buddies. me? Yes. Like, it doesn't even have to be somebody that works out with you. Mm-hmm. It could just be like I have uh, an accountability group. Yeah. It could just be a group of you and friends who work out. Y'all can work out at different places. Mm-hmm. But you hold each other accountable. You send your meals in the morning. You send, you know, you send your breakfast. You send your lunches. You send your, you know, your snacks. You know, you like, you know, I'm gonna work out, you know, five o'clock, you know, who with me, you right. know, and you don't have to necessarily be physically with you, but it just gives energy to the whole group. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's holding each other accountable and you just gaining that momentum, you know, and people need that. You know, you need that accountability, even if it's not, if it's not from a coach, just a friend or, or average individual can hold you accountable as well. So, you know, a gym buddy or get you accountability group. Build that community. Tracking your efforts is cool. One of the best things I liked about coming here is uh, my measurement sheet. When <laughs> when we did it and it had like went down, I'm pretty sure it went back up. I have an analogy for that too. What kind of analogy? Okay, give me the analogy. I can't say it on radio. That you can. This mine. Ain't no FCC it's over here. Man. I don't want to put you out there. <laughs> I like you too much. Don't crush you that. Frank, Frank. Y'all leave. Don't me. bring up old stuff. Y'all leave my sheet right where it's at. Go back Thursday. Man. Flashback Friday. Go back Thursday. All that. But yeah, tracking efforts is good. It makes you feel good too. And it gives you something to be excited about. I was always excited to see what changes right. I would make. Walking with water. I, and this is me, the way my little mind works, I always get a cute water bottle because that's like so important and it makes me want to drink water if my water bottle It actually works. I left it at home that day, but it's so cute. Yeah. I mean, mean, you get you a water bottle that that you find appealing. Mm Mm-hmm. Trust me, you're gonna drink, drink all the water. Twice as much water as you would drink in like a little 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 plastic bottle. Yep. It just doesn't look as appealing. It's boring and it just runs your way. I always keep it with me. Um, get some tunes. The playlist is important. The music is so important. Yeah, just get your fire playlist. Gotta Every have night, the playlist. You gotta have uh what it is? Put some little came on there. You know how I used to be, man. <laughs> some Bruno Mars on that. Right? So make me feel like a champ. <laughs> also, mixing it up is important so that you don't get tired. I loved coming here and as afraid as I would be of the workouts on the wall, every day uh, it was like a different extreme from the first one and that was cool. I wouldn't get tired of doing the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's always good to mix up your workout as well. Just to, you know, give you something to look forward to, you know, rather than coming in. And if you know what you're going to do, most likely you're going to be dreading what, you, what you're going to do. Yeah. But if you come in and it's something fresh and it's something that, um, that, that you're not ready for, mm-hmm. um, then most likely your body isn't ready for it. Right. And it's going to be a, 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 a joy and a surprise to both of you. I do have an analogy for this one. This, this is real. This is real. Hashtag. All right. So say we get in the car again. I know y'all get tired of the car, but we so in the car, right? I don't think we get out the car, right? Right. We, we get out the car. But we keep, we on a grass road and we keep driving down the same grass road over and over and over. If you continue doing the same exact workout over and over and over, you get yourself in a rut, right? But if you take a different path each time, you'll never ever get back in that rut. Right. So I analogy right there. I keep it simple. We gonna get this man a book deal. Let's do it. These analogies. So another thing that I, <laughs> y'all remember when I came here off of some supplement 
and I thought my hands was falling off. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta be so careful at what you are putting Pretty in well, your yeah. body. Yes. Ask, ask questions. I should have asked them about, I should have asked my trainers about the pre-workout before I did it because um, I was on the floor most of the workout with a towel wrapped around my hand mm-hmm. because I thought my hands and feet were falling off. I did have my shoes off, but not one time did JP say, oh, fresh, you know what, go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was not excused for the workout. That was me learning my lesson. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but what I found out was that there is a better way to get natural energy, and that was through was it liquid aminos? That yeah, you yeah. Um, um, aminos, you know, are a protein source. So aminos, when your body is is fresh out of protein, aminos is the actual the, the backup source of protein. So aminos gonna supply the energy, and also it doesn't have that ingredient in most post work. I mean, in most pre workouts that gives you that that itch, that bug that makes you feel like your hands and your feet are about to just oh, run away. Terrible. <laughs> It was so, so yeah. So amino energy, any, any any form of amino energy is definitely uh, highly recommended. Uh, we actually recommend that um, um, over uh, mm-hmm. uh, actual pre workout, you know, because if you're not used to taking pre workouts, like like you then you're gonna run into that problem exactly. because you, your body is not gonna know how to respond to that or to react to that ingredient. It's just it's actually one ingredient in the pre workout that, that gives you that that feeling. So aminos definitely, uh, we highly recommend amino or uh, amino energy supplement right. that it just give you the energy without giving you that 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 side effect. And I felt it; it was great. Um, then you like you like you like did like you, you like clean your house like three times a day. Yeah, I did. I was I, it was it was it was. I'm not gonna say it was correct, but it was something <laughs> like it. It was some good energy though. Cleaning gutters and shit. But no, y'all, it's so important to uh, make that lifestyle change um, past the wedding date. It's something that you could include your new husband on. Um, guys, you, I know ladies, you're not the only one who likes to get in top shape for your wedding. Uh, grooms, you should do it too. Equip Fitness is a great place to come, great community, and also a good time. So make sure you check them out. What's the website? Equip.fit. All right. And what is social media? Everything's equip underscore fitness. All right. Awesome. This episode of Let The Me Cake Podcast is sponsored by Glow Up Lights. Add some pizzazz to your holiday soiree with up lights from Glow. Get the ambient tone, accentuate your decor, and wow your guests with some custom color combos. Email glow at gloweverywhere.com to reserve your date, mention this podcast, and get 10% off your rental.